Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi there. Welcome back to Connection with Brian and Nicole. Hello. And we have once again with us Mr. Barry Tubbs. <laughs> he came back. We didn't scare him off. That's awesome. I know. <laughs> He's a strong man of God. I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it no. has been really good. And yeah. you're going to want to go yeah, back and watch the last yes. two weeks because Absolutely. it has been phenomenal. So go yeah. check out connectionshow.org and catch up on the last two weeks. This one's going to be really good. So you're going to want to watch it again and again and again. Yes, yes. So, but. Mr. Barry Tubbs has been with KCM for over 35 years. That's right. And I haven't wanted to talk the last two weeks because you yeah. have a lot. And I want to, like, <laughs> suck all the goody out. <laughs> so you've got about 28 minutes. Tell me all you know from the last 35 years. Well, Ready, go. It won't take that long. <laughs> <laughs> we just welcome you. Yeah. We, we are Thank so you. honored to have Thank you here and uh, my privilege. we welcome you guys. Thank you for being with us on Connection Show. Uh, you can go and watch those at ConnectionShow.org. And uh, we want you, we want questions and comments and prayer requests. And just let us know where you're watching or listening from. We just, we just welcome you to Connection with Brian and Nicole. And uh, again, we're so happy to have you here. In the last uh, episode, we, we really finished by talking about just how good God is. He's such a good father. Amen. And that we can trust him. We were talking about how you got placed into a position that at first, logically, you went, nah, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. But then, as you just trusted that God was good, the Lord really worked some things out. And right. um, So we this episode this week, we just wanted to let you give us any advice that you have for yeah. ministry, for ministers, for Christians. Uh, things that you've learned over these 35 years, just you've seen a lot. Uh, you've probably seen about everything. And uh, well, you so. you know you think that you have, and then something <laughs> else comes up. Because yeah. after all, we're still dealing with people. Yeah, you know? that's true. And yeah, people are true. very innovative about what they come up with. <laughs> They're innovative with their surprises. Yeah, exactly right. That's yeah. right. That's right. I understand that. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, tell us, uh, tell us some stories or uh, just some wisdom or anything. You just you have the camera and the mic and the floor, <laughs> and we can make up a bunch of other stuff. But you got it; it's all yours. <laughs> well, uh, I, I probably operate a little better interactively, but yeah, um, I don't know some of the things. I think I, I guess as I travel around, one of the things that people seem to be more impressed when I start talking to them about is, you've been with Brother Copeland how long? Yes. And I think the reason for that is that we live in such a transient society that no one stays anywhere very long. Right. And in the church, that's very detrimental. Yes. Mm -hmm. God has a place for everyone. Now, it may not, just like you were referring to my time in the ministry, and I've had the various departments in the ministry throughout these years, and the, the occasion that you're talking about is when uh, I was asked to take the computer department. Right. And that was not even on my list. You know, right. I wanted to be the international director, not the computer department. <laughs> what do I know about computers, right? You know? But Anything but the computer. God 
has a plan. Yeah. And I think our greatest challenge as Christians, as people, is staying in God's plan and on the path that He has for Amen. us and not getting another idea. Right. If He's called you to a church, go to the church yeah. and stay in the church yes. regardless of what else is going on or anything else that anybody is saying. If, this, if you're convinced this is the, the church that God has for you, and there is one for everybody. That's right. Yes, yes. But you've got to hook up with the vision of the church. Yes. You know, it's got to resonate with you. Yeah. You've got to connect with it, and it may take you a while to find the right one. But you know as a pastor, the last person you want in your church is somebody that's not supposed to be there. Absolutely right. Because there's going to be problems. Yes. They're going to be discontented. Yes. You know, Brother Copeland refers to it as, that. you know, we've got a plumber's church and a carpenter's church and these various things. And if you get a plumber in the carpenter's church, you know, he's going to be putting uh, plumbing in the wrong place. Yeah. yeah. You know, we all have a part to play. But we've got to get in the right place to play the part and to be all God wants us to be. Yes. Yeah. And it's all connected with the local church. Mm. Yeah. That is That's where right. it is connected. That's right. And we've got to get in that local church, and you've got to stay there and be faithful. Yeah. And so when I say, you know, been with Brother Copeland for 35 years, it really impresses people that yeah. anybody would stay anywhere that long, you know? You know, the average mortgage today is seven years. That's right. how long people are staying in a house before, before they, they move, move to another house. Wow. Yeah. Well, in days past, my word, the house that you lived in, is typically the house that you died in. Right. You know, right. You, uh, you stayed there, mm -hmm. and you stayed in the community, and you were known in the community, yes. and you invested in the community. And I think many of the problems that we see today is because people are moving around and not only invested in that community or that place where they live. Right. They're always looking for the greener yes. grass, yep. something else, more of what I want to yes. do. Yeah. Not necessarily what God wants them to do. One of the things that we see all the time in the church is we see people that will say, oh, I need to do this today, like, for example, go buy a car. And then two years from now, they're selling that car. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we need to buy this house and, you know, use it as rental property. And then, you know, three years from now, they're selling the house. And, well, now we're doing this a different way. I found, personally... God doesn't change his mind that much. No, he doesn't. But people don't really walk in the reality of the clarity that God will speak to them. Mm -hmm. and they don't know that he will speak to them that clear, nor do they have the relationship to draw off of. In other words, they, don't, they can't go to him and say, you know, Lord, tell me what to do, and, and believe that he'll actually speak back to them in that kind of detail. Mm -hmm. and, um, or... They won't be patient for long enough. You're talking about really honor and loyalty. And these are things of the Holy Spirit. This is spiritual fruit we're really talking about. And so I see people in the church all the time, not just our church, but the whole body of Christ, basically in America, where they're constantly doing something, then doing something different, you know, in a, a little bit, a few months, a few years. And so they never have any consistent, diligent momentum and motion in one direction. And so their life looks like a scrambled mess because it truly is. And 
you know, even with just being placed in the church, you know, one of the things that's so important, you know, 1 Corinthians 12, 18, it says that God has placed the members in the body. That's not me placing them as a mm. pastor. That's not you placing mm. them. That's not themselves placing them. Right. Uh, in America, you said uh, transit a while ago, and I was thinking, you know, I've, one of the things that I've said is we live in a microwave society yeah. where right. people, they want it now. They, they'll, they'll give up, you know, the nutrients in the food yep. just to have it now, you right. know, and right. uh, give it to me the way I want it, give it to me now. And so they won't sit there and believe God uh, that he'll actually talk to them. They won't stop and hear from the Lord. Lord, where are you planting me? And so, and what they'll do is they'll go to a church and uh, they'll say, well, I like this one or I'm comfortable here. Well, it's got nothing to do with that. It's got to do with what has God said. Mm -hmm. And then you get to choose to either be obedient or not. Exactly. You know? And That's so right. because they haven't stopped long enough to hear from him, then they're not in the right place, and that right place is where their protection is, their provision is, exactly. all of these things. That's right. But and so so many things solve when we'll stop and wait and several years ago and just wait to hear from him. And several years ago the Lord asked me this. He said, uh, why do you uh, he said, why do you think that I'm not strong enough to get louder if you're missing it? Mm -hmm. And so what he was getting at was this. He said, he said, you constantly are moving and you're constantly making decisions, but you're generally making a decision because the calendar pages turn. So if it hits this certain date, I've got to make a decision by this date. And God says, but so in other words, the source becomes a date, you know, or something that we see on paper, you know, a bank account, the source of our uh, moving. But the word says that in him, we live and move and have our mm -hmm. being. So if we want to have his motion and to be the way he wants us to be and to have life and life are the flow, there's only one place we're going to find it, and that's in him. And he was saying, look, even if you're missing it, I'm big enough to get louder. You know, I'm big enough to get your attention. And uh, I went, oh my goodness, that's so true. He said, even if you're completely missing it, he said, I'm merciful. Mm -hmm. And you know, if I if I was missing it as a pastor, I trust that the Lord would maybe get a hold of you and you would pick up the phone and say, hey, uh, Brian, you know, you're messing up, dude. <laughs> and uh, I know you'd say that anyway. <laughs> you wouldn't have any problem calling me and saying that, but uh, which is why you're my friend. And uh, but well, that's what friends do. That's yes, right. Yeah. But see, that's another issue. Yeah is if you're moving around like that, you don't develop relationships. Mm -hmm. No, no. Relationships are developed over time. Yeah. Amen. And they're developed face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. You can't develop a relationship on the iPhone. Texting. Amen. Emailing. Mm -hmm. Yes. That doesn't develop a relationship. Because I can send you a text, and you know, you're most likely to read that text in the receive that text and interpret it with what's going on in your life at the time. That's right. right. What's happening in my environment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that could be good or that could be bad. That's right. Now my intentions may not be either of those. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> but yet if I talked to you on the phone and said the same thing, you could read in my voice and mm -hmm. hear yes. in my voice the exactly tone. what I meant. You know? So relationships is critical yes 
because we all we all need help sometime. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yes. And who are you going to call? Yeah. You know, you need to call somebody that can agree with you on what God says, not give you an opinion. Yes. You know, or what they think, but. If you don't have a relationship and go to a church where you're growing yes. and learning about God's Word and the truth in God's Word, because faith begins where the will of God is known. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we preach faith all the time, but you've got to know what God's will is That's before right. you can have faith. Yes. And believe that He'll do what He says He'll do. Yes. Well, you don't get that unless you're connected somewhere mm -hmm. and you're getting good teaching. And you've got relationships. You have. I, mean, I don't know how many times I've had to call people that I knew were my friends that I had a relationship with that could speak into my life. You know, whether you're got a difficulty, a financial difficulty, or a marital problem, or whatever it may be. Yes, sir. You need people you can call on yeah. that can get into agreement with you yeah. and believe God yes. for resolution to the problem. Yeah. And I've seen it happen so many times. And I know you have too. Yeah. But we have to have these relationships. Yeah. And if you're continually moving and shifting, well, I don't like the music, it's too long, or I don't like the music, it's too loud, or, well, you know, Pastor, I know he was talking about me when he was preaching today. Yeah. You know, or you get offended mm -hmm. and say, well, you know, I'm going to go over here because uh, it's uh, a lot better there, you know. Well, this grass is greener concept, Yeah, it's usually brown when you get there. That's mm -hmm. right. You know, it's not better. You're much better off because adversity is your friend. And maturity comes from sticking it out. Yes. From being faithful. Yes. I mean, we're, after all, we're all headed toward that point in time where we stand before our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we want to hear, well done, yeah. good and faithful servant. Yes. Well, we're not going to get there unless we develop faithfulness here, yes. where we are now. And that and takes time. It takes time, that's Every, right. It's everything I'm listening to, it's all about, you know, we can plant the seed of hearing a word from God or going to the right church or meeting the right person, but if we don't invest time into being patient and waiting upon the Lord, there is seed, time, and harvest. That's right. You can have a great seed, but if yep. you don't take the time and you just turn around and plow over to replant the seed, you'll never get the harvest. Yeah, exactly and that's right. why people are constantly hungering for somebody else's grass because they won't take the time for the seeds that God has planted yeah. to uproot. And I think that's the beauty in your testimony is because you planted the seeds that God directed, even when it wasn't easy, as you told us in the weeks before, you know, when the, you know, the family uprooted and moved, you planted those seeds that God directed and you've waited faithfully. Your faith has developed over these 35 years. And because of that, you've seen the fruit. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and I think the, one of the other things that you see today is, and it's all part of this convenience-oriented society mm -hmm. that we live in, because after all, people come into the church out of the society. Yeah. And there's such a move toward everything being convenient. We won't drive through everything, yeah. you know, and it's got to be instant, you know, but that's not the way God works. No. Mm -hmm. And no. nothing in life is really instant. No. Somebody paid a price yeah. somewhere to get you whatever you have. Yeah. When they walk into your church, it took years for your church to get 
to the yeah. level that yes. it is. But yeah. if somebody walks in for the first time, they think it's always been that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> huh? yeah. yeah. Potato flakes will never be as good as real mashed potatoes. Absolutely not. <laughs> There's nothing instant about those potatoes. No. Uh, they came out of the ground just like every other potato, except somebody else prepared them, yeah. stuck them in that box. But they don't taste like Mama used to make. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So there are, there are trade-offs for having these things instant. There's a process, so you and I have yep. talked about that a lot. There's a process, and even for ministries, you know, we've gone through a process, and I'm sure that we're still in a process right. towards the next one, you That's know, right. yeah. towards the next level that we're moving to. And one of the things that we've kind of been talking about at church is how, uh, you know, about how God's ways are holy. And uh, I remember reading, I saw that scripture, and it said, my ways are holy, my ways are holy. And I went, wow, what a statement. And the things of God are so special that even how he does things yeah. is holy and separated and consecrated. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. But one of the things about the ways of God is if he truly is God, if, if God truly is God and he sets up a way, a process of doing something, no matter who you are, no matter how smart you are, no matter what you've done or what your accomplishments or lack thereof is, if God truly is God, you're not going to change that That's way. Right. No. Seed time and harvest, no. it's going to be seed time and harvest right. because God is God. That's right. And uh, and he is. He is God and the other, you know, discipline, it's going to be a way That's of right. God, yeah. you know, going through the process, it's going to be a way of God. God is intentional. Everything that he does is intentional. Yes. His intent is to bless us. That's right. Yeah. Glory That's to God. That's the end result. That's why he asks us to do the things that he wants us to do. Not yeah. because he wants to be mean, not because mm -hmm. he w doesn't want us to do what we want yes. to do. He just knows what's best for That's us. Right. He can see it all. Beginning, end, yes. and everything in between. Yes. All we know is where we've been and where we are now. Yes. Now, we have some idea as to where we want to go. Right. But even that may not be in his plan. You know, and, and that's what moved me when I first heard Brother Copeland. You know, I had a plan, but my plan wasn't working. <laughs> well, my lightning fast mind figured out, I need a new plan, you know. And so he started telling me, you know, you can be prosperous and be a Christian. Well, that was a revelation to me yeah. Yeah. because I'd never heard that. It was just this suffering through stuff. That's all I'd ever heard. And that you could be healed yeah. if you need healing in your body. And that you could have peace in your heart. And you could have a good relationship with your family and your wife. Well, that all appealed to me. And that's back yes. to the goodness of God yeah. again. Yeah. That's what appeals to people. And that's what will draw people in is the goodness of God and his intent to bless them. Yes. But we've got to stick it out long enough to get the blessing. Yes. Yeah. And all too often, people want to launch out before they really know that they know that they know yes. that that's the direction God wants them to go. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the only way you know that is waiting upon Him and being patient. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Most people don't want to be patient. They're like, God, I want patience and I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's yeah. kind of where people are in the That's society exactly that we right. live in. Yeah. So we bring them into the church or they come into our meetings, you know, and 
hey, the message sounds great. I can be prosperous. I can be healed. I can have peace. But there's a process that you have to go through to get it. Yes. And that's yeah. where we lose a lot of folks. Yeah. Because they think, I can just speak a word over them, Brother Copeland can lay hands on them, and boom, this last yeah. 20 years that I've spent getting myself into this mess is just going to go away. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they're looking for magic, you know, and they, they expect that just one touch and magic and everything will be, you know, better. It can change in an instant, but there's a process of us cleaning up that corrupted thinking. But even if it changes in an instant, if somebody comes through the healing line and they yeah. receive their healing, now they got to keep it. They got, yeah, yeah, yeah they got to walk it out. That's right. Yeah. And they can walk away, and you and I both know yes. the enemy's going to come to steal the word. Mm -hmm. and Absolutely. Just because that symptom yeah. is gone now doesn't mean that the symptom may not try to come back. Yes. And that's where you got to resist. Yes. Yeah. And that's where the part that they have to play has to come into action. Yes. And that's where faith comes in. There was a lady that came here some years ago and um, she had actually had a tumor in her head and honestly, the best we could figure out, she probably wasn't going to live on the earth very much longer. About that time she came into Boomerang and um, she started to get some of the word in her and everything. She came to a Bible study that we were having and uh, she was sitting there. I could tell something was wrong with her. And I said, are you all right? Do I, can I pray for you? She said, please do. I am having a severe migraine. I can't even hardly pay attention. Please pray. So we prayed right then. She had learned enough of the word to know that healing, his goodness was, his intent was to get his goodness to her. And instantly that migraine was healed. She was like, glory to God. You know, hallelujah. Well, it was what happened after that. That's awesome, but it's what happened after that that was interesting and even more awesome. She had learned enough that what, uh, when in two days later, when the enemy tried to bring that symptom back, she had learned that what had happened when we laid hands on her was truth mm -hmm. and that he brought a symptom of that headache again in two days. She realized this symptom is not truth. Mm -hmm. It may be a fact, but truth supersedes yeah fact. And truth supersedes this symptom. It's over that. And so she said, no, nope, I reject that. And as she rejected it, it went away. Two days later, you know, every two or three days, it'd come back. It'd try to come back. It came back nine times trying to get that symptom, you know, on her. Finally, she got frustrated and she said, I'm done with this. Go away. Never come back. And yeah. she was healed from that point forward. Yeah. And, uh, but think about that. Nine times the devil right. tried to right. bring an untruth right. back and try to grab a hold of her again. Yep. But because she knew the goodness of God, because she knew that and she knew the process, she knew what to do with it, to reject that mess and receive the truth, she was able to hold on to her healing. Right. And that's the benefit of knowing the truth. Yes. Yeah. You can yeah. hang your faith on that. This yes. is God. It's not God's will for me to have this headache. Yes. She was convinced of that. She was. Yeah. Totally fully convinced. Persuaded. Just like Abraham. Yeah. Fully persuaded. This is not God. Yes. And I don't have to have it. Yes. And I'm going to resist it. Yes, amen. And she was standing. See, and that's the part 
Having done all the stand, you just got to keep standing. <laughs> Regardless of how many times he comes back or how many opportunities you have, no, not going to go there anymore. Yes, sir. God said. That's right. And see, that's the other issue that most people don't have is God said. Yeah. Yes. Now, maybe the neighbor said, maybe somebody else said, maybe mama said, but that does not count. Yes. If you're yeah. going to launch out, you better know that God said yes. to go to the other side. Yes. Because the storms are in the midst. Yes. Yes. He didn't say go halfway and sink. Yes. He said go to the other side. That's right. Whether the storm or not. Yes. Yeah. I, one of the things that we've told people here for years is, look, we understand that you may come in and the Lord is going to touch you. He's going to touch you. But here's what we need to know. Here's what we need to make sure that people understand. Odds are, I mean, you can go in and you can make right choices from this point forward and everything will be great. But odds are you're probably going to trip in your race, right? But if you will just continue running the race, you may feel like you're getting nowhere fast, but what will happen is you'll go down the, the road a couple of months, a few months, a year, two years, five years, and you'll look back at where you were and you will sit at that moment and praise God and go, Glory to God for how far I've come. Because if you are in the place where God has planted you, you're in a church uh, and, and you're hearing the word. And it's not just people that are you know, preaching a good sermon, but they believe what they're saying and they're living what they're saying. You get under that kind of word and under that kind of anointing, your life is going to change. And it will continuously grow and get better and better and better. And you will be surprised. You'll look back and you will be surprised at just how far you have come. So a lot of times what we'll tell people is just plant yourself, yeah. get in there, and don't go anywhere. Submit to that vision like right. you were saying before. You, um, the Word says and so very clearly in the, in the body of Christ, every joint is supposed to supply. So you can ask yourself this question. Am I allowing the other joints around me to supply to me? Am I opening myself up for help, which comes through relationships? Am I actually uh, supplying to other people? Because if you're not supplying, then you might not be a joint that's actually in that body. Okay. You might not be actually connected. You may be going, checking the box. Yes, I go to church every Sunday, but you're not actually connected because you're not supplying of your time, your talent, your energy, or your resources, your money. You're not supplying those things. Get in that place where God's placed you. Be a part of the supply and receive and watch how the Lord can take you up and up and up. And so we have just a couple of minutes left. And I just had it on my heart that I think that there's probably some folks out there that they need the power of God mm -hmm. in their life. They mm -hmm. need that healing in there uh, and that we can pray for them and pray for them to also be connected to Christ. So let just the first step in receiving anything from God is making sure that your fellowship is where it needs to be. Maybe it's at a one or a two and it should be a five, you know, but you haven't been walking there. But we need to get that relationship up. And if you'd like that today, God doesn't love us more than he loves you. His intention, like Mr. Barry said, is to get his goodness to you. And so right now you can have that. Pray this with me in Jesus' name. Father, right now, I receive yes. Jesus as my Lord, you, Lord and the Savior of my life. He's saving me right at this moment. Yes. 
He's the director of my life. He calls the shots and I will be obedient. He's the director. He's the Lord of my life. I believe he took his, the, my sin on him and he was killed for that sin. And when he was in the grave, I believe, say I believe, that the Father brought him back to life. And when he raised him up out of that grave, he raised me with him. And now I'm not in the grave anymore, but I'm raised up a new creature, a new creation in Christ. And right now, I'm seated, not just in the earth, but I'm seated positionally with Jesus in heavenly places. The earth and all of its mess, it's under the feet of Christ and therefore under my feet now as well. Holy Spirit, fill me. Fill me now. Strengthen me to live a life that's overflowing. And Father, right now I just pray that anybody that might need healing, that they would be healed in Jesus' name. Lord, where they need provision, provision come. You do, you take delight in the prosperity of your family, the prosperity of your servants. Lord, let prosperity come and bring no sorrow with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have Mr. Barry one more week. We're excited. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. Check us out at connectionshow.org. Send us a message. We love you. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.